Hot dogs! Get your hot dogs! Oh. Fen Fenway Franks, get oh, your yeah. hot dogs! Oh, do you hear that? It's the crack of the bat and the whiff of the balls. Opening day is here, almost. What are you, blind, Dump? Are you blind? Sports bars here! Hot get dogs. your sports bars here! Get your hot dogs! Get your head out of your ass, boys! Oh, I dropped my ice cream in a helmet! Dude! Oh, I'm the vendor and I was eating ice cream? Or am I just I mean, in the I crowd would, shouting you? hot dogs? You walk around with those miniature batting helmets full of ice cream all night? But, not all night. I mean, well, no, because you'd eat them eventually. Yeah, here's you the sell thing. a good number. I'll tell you right now, ice cream sells better in a souvenir cup. Yeah, for sure. I think that's. I mean, I've never worked in the ice cream industry, but I would imagine that that's true. I find buying bring some snacks idiot kids in there at Fenway Park when you're sitting in your seat. I find it very stressful. Oh, people have to pass it down, and then you pass I don't money like that. Across. That's a lot. I'm putting a lot on a burden on a stranger. I also I gotta pass the cash down. I don't. A lot of shifty looking people at these games too. I'm not. You know what I mean, dude? I gave you a twenty, you piece of shit. You know, figure what? I'm. Uh, it's gonna be two hot dogs and maybe a soda pop bottle of water. That's forty five dollars. I'm putting two twenties and a Lincoln in there. <laughs> Passing it down. Uh oh, you tip, somebody. Do you tip in that situation? You tip this fellow, right? You gotta tip. I. You know what? I I wouldn't ask for change, but here's my concern. I'm passing this cash down the row. I got some sleight of hand artist. He's pocketing a twenty. The guy, the, That's uh, the hot thing. dog guy, goes. I think goes, they steal. I think hey, all these people steal. Hey, friend, it's only you only gave me twenty five dollars. Then I got to go down the line. I'm interrogating everybody. I just I'll go to the concourse and get my snacks. Thank you very much. They steal this money from me and then they go spend it on official merchandise. Officially licensed major league Officially baseball licensed. apparel. Yeah. It's, if it doesn't have a little hologram sticker it's on it, get the dude. It's expensive to be officially licensed Major League Baseball apparel. Ladies and gentlemen, as the crow flies, it's March 31st, 2021, tomorrow. You know what that means. The sweet bad boys of Beantown are back at Fenway Park, maybe? Do they play hands. baseball? Touching oh. hands. Reaching out. Touching me. Touching you, ah, da, 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 da. two Carolina. boys in a balcony. Oh, I should have done that. Yo, you fucking I idiot! I fucked this up, dude. Play I the could've... song. Just play the song. Two boys in a balcony. In a balcony. A balcony. Two boys in a balcony. In a balcony. A balcony. Two boys in a balcony. We're Two back, sports boys fans. In All right. It's too late. Balcony. Rate, review, and subscribe. 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 Man, my headphones are bad. What's up Your with headphones? my headphones? You know what? Don't worry about it. You sound great. Oh, I appreciate through. that's because I'm not using the headphones for my voice. This is a custom-made microphone. Oh, goodness. 
Uh, I don't know if it's custom, man. I'm sure they made a bunch of them at one time. We're here. We're we're in the final the final laps of uh, the New England chapter of our of our beloved. We love it. Film podcast. Only with, a couple it's weeks ending. Left. People are crying in the streets. There's... They're going. When are you gonna talk about the town? When are you gonna talk about the departed? Are we doing never. The town? We're not doing the town. No, I don't think we are doing the town. We are doing the departed though. Eventually. No, but yeah, I'll tell you what we're doing. We're putting this whole goddamn podcast in our rear viewer in just a couple of months. Saying, and the relationship. We're saying this is no longer good for either one of us. Yeah, we're going to break up and we're going to reform around uh, our beloved golden we'll have, naked man statue. Yeah, we'll have different uniforms. Maybe we'll we'll talk about aspect ratios and whatnot. Oh, we love an aspect ratio. Oh, maybe I'm, I'll talk about a, a best boy or a gaffer. I'll tell you this. Last week we were talking out of our ass about this Snyder cut of the Justice League. I popped it on last night, Billy. Watched about a half an hour of this thing. Yeah. No fucking idea why this thing is square. I got I got did, two feet now, of did television you watch, not being used. Did you choose the color version, or I heard there's a black and white version out now? Yeah, there is. I I, I went color on this one because. Hey, let I me think, ask you. Did you ever see the uh, Fury Road Chrome Edition? Didn't they do a black and white edition of that? Yeah, they did. They do that every now and then. They did a black and white version of Parasite, too. Oh, really? I just, yeah. I just If you're not filming it in black and white, then I don't want to fucking see it in black and white. I want to see yeah. it the way that you want it to. If you wanted to make a black and white movie, you should have fucking negotiated and made a black and white movie. Yeah, why'd you spend all that money on color film, you idiot? Yeah, well, yeah, fucking dorks. Well, Jesus Christ. Jesus. You got a what kind of director right are you? Phone. Come on. Yeah, Come you on. could just do it black and white on your fil- filters, dude. You know what I mean? I don't need extra art in my Fury Road. That's already arty enough. Uh, I don't know. It's a great film. Uh, it is a great film. The Snyder Cut of the Justice League. Uh, I don't, dude. I don't get it. I don't. I saw the other now, version. Is the that real version? Uh, is that the S- Superman versus Batman? Is that what this is? The Dawn oh, of Justice a, or whatever? No, that's a different fucking movie. That one that's I did not, not watch. All right. That's not this movie, but just a shorter version? Yeah. So you know how you went through the whole Marvel Cinematic Universe, all 21 of those beloved yeah, films? Yeah, those are good. They're fun. They're fun. So DC, DC is the other comic company. They tried to do the same thing. So Zack Snyder made a movie called Man of Steel, which is like the gritty. I don't dark, want an angry Batman. Dark, angry Superman movie. Oh, you should never have an angry Superman. Where they, they I just... mean, he should be upset about having to wear glasses when he has really good eyesight to begin with. So, yeah. obviously, that would the upset thing, you. The thing that's weird about it is that they just absolutely just destroy Metropolis and just the body count has to be in the fucking tens of thousands between yeah, all but these fights. Dude, that's what they did at... Uh... That's what they did in the Marvel movies, dude. They destroyed yeah, but everything. He did it with a, a snap. You no, know? but not even classy. that. Just not even that. Just like some of the fucking battles that happened oh, in yeah. those things. You know what though? They always show a scene Goddamn of them trying skyscrapers to skyscrapers ev- falling down. They always show a scene though of them trying to evacuate. I don't know that that's well, part of cool. this. You know what? I've seen. I heard that they tried to clear out the World Trade Center too, but still. Why? 3,000 Why would... souls we lost that day. Oh, Jeez-O-Pete's. 
Roughly. I don't remember the exact number. I think it was 2,977. I could be wrong. Wow. It sounds like you do know the exact number. I think I do, but I could be wrong. And no disrespect, Matt, obviously. No. But But how uh, did Building 7 fall, dude? That's so weird. Hey, you know what they say about jet fuel. And it helps jets fly. (laughs) It makes travel possible. Make sure that, you know what? Hey, let's talk about... uh, Boats and canals for a second. They should just fly everything everywhere. Why would you use a canal with such a big boat? Yeah, dude. We got to get past shipping as a... As it's a, insane. We don't need ships anymore. I bet it's it's Drones. probably... It's got to be... There's got to be some kind of economic reasoning, right? Or environmental that boats are better than putting everything on fucking planes well no it's economic because they load that they load a skyscraper up and fucking float it over to where it's going i'll tell you I this mean, they the bo- stacked though did you see the you've seen i mean you've seen the thing, oh right? yeah the ship that 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 fucking t-bone the suez canal yeah but they stack them like 20 containers high and the thing yeah, is yeah, yeah. just fucking going I, through a little alleyway that's insane dude it's like star it's, drive man I uh in my in my in my past life the pre-COVID world, uh you know you know me. BC I a, they call it before COVID now. I saying. used to be a, I used to be a big uh, uh, board game boy, and I would kickstart. Oh, I loved it when we would get together and play. We would the games. get together and play, play, play. But I would kickstart games, and they would make the games in China, and then they would have to put the. They'd, I'd get an email like, okay, we just put. We just put the finished product on the shipping containers. That that will be loaded onto a boat in two months, and then in four months that boat will reach the United States. And you're like, what the fuck? And then they're like, all it has to do is clear customs, and you'll have this game that you paid for six months ago in three years. <laughs> and you're like, awesome. I love this. So do you have games on the queue that you're still waiting for? No, my last one finally showed up. I kickstarted a game called um, Shassin. I can't even pronounce it. It's about gerrymandering and politics oh, and stuff. Oh, you love gerrymandering. I you love, love reshaping districts to your I will. I love it. You know what I mean? So what if my district looks like the state of Hawaii and it's not connected by roads? <laughs> so what if it looks like Bot Simpson blowing himself? Right. It's, uh, it's, uh, yeah, but that. In 2019, I paid uh, $50. Springfield and Provincetown should be in the same district. They should, you know. There's a lot of similarities. They both got Hall of Fames. They're on the same uh, longitudinal line, or is it latitudinal roll? I think I, I mean, made that I, second word up. And I also think that there's no possible way that they're on the same. <laughs> same I think parallel. if you, I think, oh, parallel's a good word. We should use that yeah. from now on. Like that, the one, the what's the one in Korea that they call that the parallel? The anyways, DMZ. anyways, get your boat in check is what it was I was saying. How do you even the the thing's halfway down the canal Figure and then it starts it to turn? What are we yeah, doing? Yeah, they said they here? lost power. I heard, and then the the wind took it because oh yeah, you have boat. a city, you have buildings on right. your boat, you have a sail of just metal shipping yeah. containers. Uh, insane, I'm always suspect. Dude. I'm always suspect of those. Uh, ever since uh, season two of The Wire, I don't trust a shipping container. I want yeah, my goods. It's, you know, it's probably full of uh, bodies. Some of them, That's for sure. They put the bodies in a lot of places. Yeah. And they ship them to us. I don't care. Then I, one time I saw a Me show on Netflix. Me, specifically, it shows up. 
and then oh, I nice. get a bill of lading, and then I have to go down and clear it up, and I'm sick of oh. it. I'm sick of it. You're just like, ah, oh, I thought this was going to be a, just a bunch of Hello Kitty knockoff t-shirts. and turns out this was going to be an easy gig. And It was I, dead again, humans. It's another genocide on my hands. Jesus Christ. Apologies all around. We got to stop the genocide. We lost the great uh, Jessica Walter. Oh, RIP to a real one. Oh, one of the man, best of all time. Man. She, I went through her IMDb last night because I was like, <clears throat> I forgot. One, I forgot that we had to watch fucking Fever Pitch. So I was like, I'm on you. This is on you. This is your film. Mm, yeah, no, this is on me. I take full responsibility. <laughs> uh, I thought, you know, I'll honor the great Jessica Walter. I'll throw in one of her classic performances from film. But she was, uh, she was like a real Rick Dalton. A lot of, a lot of one episode stints on almost every single show. Yeah, mostly television. Her filmography. And then she uh, gets uh, the role of a lifetime as Lucille Bluth. Incredible. Lucille one. Luce Seal. Incredible. Uh, and then uh, then they, they loved her so much, they put her on fucking Archer as the same exact character, and she rips it over there on that show. If mother sees this, she will blow a cow. <laughs> it is fucking... That... Uh, that uh, wink she does i think it's in the first episode yeah like that just cemented my fucking love of that show Yeah, she's so great dude how much can i pay you to never do that face again mm-hmm. <laughs> that is by far the most the show that i've most watched in my life yeah it's uh it's uh really uh good i was hoping to get another season with gangy in there maybe they got uh I... have you watched all the netflix seasons of that show yeah yeah they're good yeah yeah, well, they did. Uh, they recut the the fourth season. Yeah, I watched that. The one where they did like everybody had their own episodes. Yeah, and they wound up. I don't even think that version is available anymore. I think it's all a recut version to put oh, they it sni- in. They Snyder cut this motherfucker. Yeah, they put it in a timeline. Oh. Because that's the thing. Everybody was doing their own shit, so they couldn't. I guess it was yeah, too hard to get it, them though. all together. I I, I loved it, was, it, dude. I thought I, it was fun. It got uh, people gave that season shit, but I loved it. I think it's such a fucking great show, dude. I really like, and it's I like, so I like rewatchable. That, that you would see shit in one episode, and then it would not make any sense for like four or five episodes. Yeah, I enjoyed that a lot. The first season, the like, the first time we watched that, dude, we had to pause it and rewind it so many times. Just there's so many jokes, man. Yeah, it's, I I remember when that show came on. I was in college. What uh, I'm trying to oh, remember. just a young kid with your whole life ahead of you, thinking, what am I gonna do now? How yeah, am I gonna I think... get my dad to send me five dollars so I can see the new Spider-Man movie? Um. Yeah, well, that was just a phone call. That's all that was. I just well, yeah, called. but it probably took you all day. You were in college. You had to figure out how do I get a nickel for the phone. Dad, was I it a quarter it? by then? It was probably a quarter by then, right? What did you used to have to pay to call your your parents, Sean? What did I have to pay to call my parents? Yeah, no, what had... was the going rate back in the back in the mid nineties? The mid nines, we call them now. I mean, I was in junior high in the mid nineties, so I wasn't. Oh, so you phone. weren't allowed to use the phone? You'd have to ask an adult to get. I was, yeah, I was like, how? What is this? How does this work? <laughs> what is these? Do you ever see a rotary phone and get so confused and then somebody would videotape it and put it online and it went viral? No. 
Ah, oh, that'd be awesome. That's a good way to get famous. I don't. I don't think in my entire life I've ever seen any. I've never seen a rotary phone. Dude, I have like one in my actual, basement. No, no, I've seen You've them. Seen like that. you know, when you go to yeah. the museum or you know, watch an old movie. But I've never been in a position where I had to use a rotary phone as like the practical telephone. Yeah. My whole life it's been push button, baby. You slightly disgust me for that, but also whatever. You're hey. a baby of technology. You grew up in the nuclear age. <laughs> we both did. But, <laughs> All uh, of a sudden, he can have his dinner in 30 minutes or uh, less. Oh, yeah. No, the pizza delivery agent. Yeah, you that? have to call him up, and they'll bring the pizza, and we'll try not to kill anybody. But if we do, we're going to have to rescind the whole policy. Now, when you were a boy, was uh, uh, I, 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 for some reason, I think a pizza is like a modern yeah. modern food. When I you get were a, the a young fuck a young, out of town, you don't think man, they had pizza? No, not in the '60s, but in the '70s. Are you I'm thinking of you. you're thinking of bagel bites, right? Oh, you're that's thinking right. about pizza on a bagel. I'm thinking of because I think those came out in like the '80s, '90s. Squaggles? Oh, pizza bagels. What is that? A squaggle? It's hip to be square. It's a square bagel. Snossages? Oh, yum yum. You ever eat a sausage on a dare or just no. because you were hungry? <laughs> Never. Not one time in my whole entire right. life. Uh, no way, pot. The crack no, of the whip. Hold on. No, I need to know this. When you were a boy and you're sitting around the McMorrow family, you, your brother, your mom, your dad, your cat. Oh, bring him up. Out bring him up. The fucking you know, I got, curtain. Uh, my sister was probably there, too. What? Well, what? My sister was probably there, too. You don't have a sister. I have a sister. No, you don't. All right. You have a sister? Yeah. What's her name? None of your business. You don't have a sister. Cut it. At no point <laughs> in the hundred episodes that we've recorded together, in the two years that we've spent talking to each other, have I ever heard word you once speak about a sister? What are you, you talk talking about? about Whenever brother. I talk about my dead parents, I told you about when they wanted to give us all away. I... I we look, everybody, the listeners all know. She actually asked me not to mention her on the podcast once. You don't she have said, a sister. She said you guys are gross. Doesn't she doesn't exist. She said you guys are too crass for me. You look me square in the eyes. I'm I'm dealing with so much deception going on lately. You don't lie to me, <laughs> Billy. Dude, I would never deceive you. You have a sister? I have a sister. I have an older sister. Are you out of your minds? Are you drunk with power? Wow. This is Late breaking news, ladies and gentlemen. I thought it was just the two. I don't McMorrow share my orphans. entire life with you. Hey, did you know that my uncle Dick died when I was a kid too? I yeah. used to have an uncle Dick. I wouldn't tell you that because you'd probably make fun of him. Well, I just you know the amount imagine of stories getting, we hear Imagine about, naming uh, a child is, Dick. Are you the imagine middle child? A child or you the baby? after a penis? You got to be the baby. You're a pain in the ass. You're, You're calling me a baby. The baby of your family. Third child. I'm older than you, so who's the baby now, jerk? You still in the McMorrow clan. <laughs> oh, the that, no, I'm a middle. I'm the middle. Oh, I'm like a middle. Being in the Look middle, it's like being invisible. Oh, it's always it's always Cindy's older sister, or Marsha's younger sister. And now, see, I don't Marcia, know. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. That's you're Brady, Bunch. The Brady Bunch. If you're a, if you're a middle child and you don't know the Brady Bunch riff. All right, anyway, pound sand, you, your I'm brother concerned. who you talk about all the time, your sister who you've never mentioned <laughs> one time, and your parents. You're going to order pizza. You getting delivered or you picking up? Uh, well, my father would probably bring it home. He'd bring it home from, he's on the way home from work, pick up he a used pie. used to go to the Venetian. Oh, I feel like I know what that is. In Weymouth? You know the v Venetian in Weymouth? 
I think I do. It was either the Venetian or we get Denley's Gardens. Denley's Gardens. You know Denley's? No. That's some good pizza. Sometimes Weymouth House of Pizza. But that would be steak and cheese subs. Oh, let's talk about what do you do with a steak and cheese sub? What do you, you do up, with a steak and cheese You sub? cook it up. You chop it up. You put the spices on. You put the cheese on. You, you grill the roll. You put the steak and the cheese melted into the roll. You cut the roll. You wrap it up in the paper. You put it in the bag. You charge the customer. You go on to the next customer, I would assume. That's what it would be like. Sorry. I fell asleep. Are you still talking about steak and cheese? No, I got lost. Yeah. All right. I love a good steak and cheese, though. You love a good steak and cheese. What? Uh, yeah. So I you mean, really don't think pizza existed back then, though? I, I just I think of it as a, uh, a when modern. When the moon uh, hits your eye like a big pizza pie, that's more. Mm. I mean, Dean Martin was singing about pizza pies way back in the day. Oh, yeah. I right? didn't think about that. I you thought that song have. was from 1987. I was on, I'm was on. i going to be honest with you. I thought pizza became popular because of the Ninja Turtles, and that's the God's honest truth. The Ninja Turtles. Refresh my memory. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Heroes on a Half Shell. Nope. They're the world's not, not most familiar. fearsome fighting team. They they all cared for pizza, right? Or was there one that liked it more? Oh, one liked it a lot more. You know, a lot kind of more. Like, kind of. But the, everybody know, would eat it. Yeah, though they'd all eat it. They're all hungry. I don't they think don't... turtles would eat pizza, though. I don't know. You don't I know. Think it's they vegetarian. go more for a salad. They like a. They like to have veggies. They like a some fruit. crunchy greens. Yeah, maybe even bird seed. Man, how hard are we gonna work to not talk about this movie? What movie? Ooh. Hands. Touching hands. Dude, right, that's really a it. tradition that needs to stop. That is the worst song to play at a game. Sweet Caroline? No, yeah. it's fine. It's fun. They play it's fun when the Sox are winning like ten nothing, but when they're oh. losing an eight to one <laughs> and they Dude, still when, play when, it. When things are down at the back of the uh, when you go to the fucking Fenway and everything's down, you know, when the team's losing, no wave. Yeah. No, yeah, and they still try to force it all. No organ. You know what I mean? Let's sit in silence and be sad. We yeah, don't well, need the can, fucking party atmosphere. I mean, the organ, I can, you're trying to rally. I get that. But the sweet Caroline, good times never <laughs> seem so good is not what you say when it's 13 to 2. Yeah. It's, uh. uh Unless so, yeah, they you just gaslighting everybody. No, I mean, we're actually winning. It does seem like for 89 years they were gaslighting everybody, doesn't it? Is that what it was? 89 years? What, yeah. that they didn't win? Yeah. 1918 oh, to 2004. Carry the one. 82, 89, 74. Remove, remove. 16 years. I don't fucking know. I don't fucking know. I mean, had they just, you know, not had the most racist owner in the in the league, they probably could have won it earlier. Um, I don't even know who that would be. Tommy Aki? No, no clue. I don't know anything about the history of the uh, organization. So Tom and Gene Yaki own the Red Sox, and they refuse to have a black player. Like I, be- I believe oh, that the Red Sox right. were the last major league team. Yeah, to integrate, right? Yeah, yeah. So 
uh, lands down, not lands down. Uh, These are all streets to me. They're not people. <laughs> yeah, well, Yawkey Way used to be. What's not Lansdowne? What's the other side? Where is it? Lansdowne. Lansdowne, Lansdowne Street. Yawkey Way. No, what's no, the one on the other side? Uh, over at Gate A. Lansdowne Street, where the Avalon, not the Avalon, the House of Blues, and uh... no, not Lansdowne on the other side. Oh, I don't give a shit. It's fucking probably that they uh... close off. They close it off. During yeah, I think that's there. that's Yaki way. Didn't they change okay. it though? Don't they call it Nomagazi Bar Avenues? Oh, yeah. They call it Trot Nixon Boulevard. <laughs> they call it David Duchovneville. Uh, do you remember the first time you ever went to Fenway Park? I do. I do. Yeah, what happened? What happened? Do you remember? Uh, my father let me skip. I want to say it was church. I think we went on a Sunday. He let you. It skip might have church. been school, but I think it was church. Yeah, and we went, and I believe they played the Baltimore Orioles. And dude, I remember the first time walking out of the tunnel and seeing the fucking field. Yeah, like it's burned into my memory how green mm. the fucking grass was. And that mo- and what about that monster green also? Ah, uh, yeah, the moss was green. No seats back then. A lot of green. No Coke bottles or <laughs> milk bottles. And Budweiser or... signs. Yeah. Ads None for uh, National Lumber. Yeah, no ads. I don't think they had ads in the 70s, right? Uh, they win, you think? That that game, I think they lost, but I'm I'm not really sure. But I still have the little wooden bat. That uh, my father bought me that day. Isn't that emotional? That is pretty emotional. Yeah, and now I feel stupid because I told you before that that Motley Crue tapestry was the oldest thing that I have. But now that I've thought about it, it's that little wooden bat. And I'm just a big fucking liar. I'm trying to see. And the podcast. Shut it. Just delete the whole thing. My first game, I know that Mike Greenwell hit a grand slam. And I just Googled Mike Greenwell Grand Slam to see if I could narrow down the date. But I don't know. Was it when he hit the two? Didn't he hit two Grand Slams in a game? Was that Greeny? Dude, I don't fucking, I have no idea. I was like six or seven. Maybe Ellis Burks. I remember Ellis Burke was definitely on the team. Tony Pena was on the team. I went to a couple of Red Sox games when I was a kid, and I just was like, I would get bored. I would just. Yeah. Oh, I did. I think I fell asleep. Like, we didn't stay for the whole game, I don't think. We I think my... I wound up like wanting to leave at like the sixth, seventh inning. It's In... dude, a baseball game is a fucking commitment, dude. We and took... sometimes it is a ridiculous commitment if that shit goes into extra innings. Oh, I, I we you we have took those the games kids... that go like the twenty three innings, and it's just like, dude, just fucking get on with your lives, man. We bought a family four pack, like in two thousand nineteen in the summertime. We've, it was four tickets, two you got you got four tickets, four sodas, four hot dogs. This is Fenway or Fenway Rock and Rocks, no, Fenway Park, and uh, you got like a little package you go in. So we brought the kids. I was at work. I had to leave work early. My wife, I think, was off. The kids were out of school because of the summertime, or maybe it was. I yeah. think it was earlier in this. I think they were still in school. I don't know. 
And we went to the went to the old ball game. This a day a day game or no, a it was night a, game? It was like an early, like a seven o'clock, six thirty start. Maybe think, I think the first right. pitch was like six thirty. It was like a family night. I don't I couldn't tell you who they were playing, and my kids didn't have any interest. Um, the seats were okay. We were kind of like up behind home plate a little bit. Uh, it was just so loud. We had like noise canceling headphones for the kids because they were just like, "This is so fucking." They had their yeah, hands over their ears. Yeah. It was just loud. There's like a kids clubhouse that opens in like the fourth inning, and that's all they wanted. They were like, "Can we go to the clubhouse?" Yeah. They were like, they were like five or something at the time. They were like little, and they were just like bored. And we we're like, "Yeah." And that and has we went, like the shit they can play on, right? No, <laughs> it but- had. No, it had like a Nintendo Switch set up to play like baseball. It had like a fake pitching thing, coloring books and like papers and crayons. <laughs> oh, and yeah, then, like, you can a do that table. at home, kid. Get out here. But it was air conditioned, so so I was just like, "This." Oh, sucks. was it a hot one? It was hot. Yeah, it was the summertime, and it Fenway's the, yeah, just fucking like, brutal. Ugh, yeah. So we're cramped in these seats. We eventually leave the game. I'm seats like, that are made. For the 1920s. Yeah, the whole thing should be torn down. I'm I'm not sentimental about Fenway Park at all. Yeah, just fucking rip. It I out. am. I'm sentimental about it, but I'm also realistic. If I uh, never had to go to Fenway Park, I've been to the new Yankee Stadium in 2004 when this. Oh, look at you with your PSLs and your. Wow, we went oh. to a playoff. We went to Game Three of the know, ALCS. Say, you talk about it a lot. We sat in the bleachers, and they— That's the one they lost, right? Yeah, and it's—but the stadium was beautiful. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's too tall. Like, you could be, like, a mile in the sky and not be able to see shit, but— Yeah, just like in the Suez Canal now, right? It's like the Mm -hmm. stadium on— Blocked up. I'll tell you, after eating some of those Yankee dogs, I was blocked up as well. Whoa, comedy is back. Yankees suck. Yankees (laughs) suck. Um— but we took the kids, and then we just la- – and the thing is is that you can't park by Fenway because it's going to cost it's, you $100. Dude, it's – yeah. So it's, we ended up parking at, like, the fucking Prudential Center, and then the three – like, the four of us had to get into a cab, and I had to do my least favorite thing in the world, which is sit in the front seat of a cab, which I, the cab driver hates. I yeah. hate. Everybody hates it. We said – and then, uh, or maybe it was an Uber. It's like, regardless, whatever it is, I yeah, want to be in the back. Whatever it is, yeah. I want to be chauffeured, you know what I mean? I'm I'm paying for the luxury. I'm not in this with you, sir. <laughs> uh, so we go to the thing, and then the kids are tired, and it's like, we didn't catch it in time. Like, we should have taken the car 45 minutes ago. Like, we should have gotten the fuck out of here and taken an Uber back yeah. to our car. Because they're just like... I don't want to walk anymore. It's like, well, fucking, I don't want to. I'm not. I can't carry you. Yeah. I have bad. I will leave you in the city of Boston. It's fucking brutal. And then we have not formed that much of an attachment. And then so then let me ask you, though, you can't you wouldn't abandon your kids in the city, though. I would never. No, you love them. I'm not going to leave my kids at Fenway Park. I mean, you don't have to admit it on the pod, obviously. McCoy Stadium, maybe, but not <laughs> McCoy. <laughs> Campanelli, Campanelli, right down the street from home. Well, that was the thing. That was the thing I learned. I was like, we would have had just as much fun going to the Rocks for. Dude, you would have had more $5. fun because you wouldn't have been as stressed out. You wouldn't have spent as much fucking money for the kids to not give a shit. Right. 
And then fucking when you want to leave, it's a fucking 10-minute car ride home as opposed to just getting back, dude. Like, the whole going in there and if you choose, I mean, obviously, with the you don't want to take the train with the kids, but doing that sucks, dude. Oh, we did you that. We get stuck on the green line after a fucking Sox game with just a we bunch did. of loaded idiots. We did. So the Red Sox played the Houston Astros at some point in 2019, and the game went into uh, – got to the ninth inning, and then it started raining. The game just stopped, and they were tied. Yeah. So because baseball is so fucking stupid, you have to um, – they have to finish every game. They can't have ties. Yeah. So they – Right before the playoffs started, we hit this we hit this every year. When my wife is a school teacher and my kids go to school, but because she's a teacher, she should go back like two weeks early. So we yeah. have this like period where she's back to school and the kids are still home. Like they're not in school. So one day the Red Sox said we the Houston Astros, an, an entire baseball organization. Oh, is this when they made up the fucking they, the... they flew to Fenway Park to play one inning of baseball. That's so stupid, dude. And they just said, all right, just we're flip opening a coin, it up. dude. Just it's, flip a coin. It's $5 for adults, and it's free for kids. So I was just like, all right, this will kill an entire day. We'll go. We took the train in. And I was thinking, uh, you know, it's the summer. I don't know. People are busy. Fucking place was packed. Yeah. We were like, there's food deals. They can walk on the field before. They can run the bases. And I'm like, oh, this would be great. The kids are going to love And then it was so crowded, and it was so fucking hot. And I remember the series finale boys were there, and they texted me. <coughs> dude, like, where Fenway are is not comfortable, dude. It's not, dude. So we left, and then we went to the swan boats, and then we got stuck in traffic driving home. It was just the longest fucking day of my life. And it's like I had a nice day with my children, but Fenway Park is just a misery. It's hell. That's the thing, too, is like any time – you go into Boston, just figure you're stuck in traffic on the way home, anyways. You know, as it was, it was, it was tough stuff. And then every once in a while, you get those trips where it's like no traffic, and you're like, "Who? What yes, kind do. of catastrophe is happening that I have not heard about? I do we got to... another 9/11 on our hands, and nobody's going towards the city?" I used to love when I would do shows in Boston. And get out at like I midnight. loved when you did that too. Get out at you know driving home at midnight, and I would be hitting rush hour traffic. Yeah, dude, truck. so ridiculous. You come out of the tunnel and be like, "Whoop!" Uh, oh, right by South Bay. Why are they always? Like, yeah, should I get off the highway and then no? Should never. I abandon my family again? The answer is never get off the highway. That's what I've learned. Yeah, like seventeen years of comedy, getting off the highway. Never. <laughs> Never, Never fucking off. helps. Uh, I saw this movie in movie theaters. Fever pitch. You did really? Yeah, I was still was in. It a, was it a date? Yeah, it was me and my wife. We're at Amherst, UMass Amherst, Mini yeah. Ivy. That it is. Paid for her on your Visa box card. Five dollars, baby. Show Ooh, you your good student for ID. You. Good Go for you. Good for you. You wooed her. You got her to stay with you forever. You tricked yeah, her by taking her to FIFA oh, fucking pitch. There was absolute full, full on, full deception. <laughs> Trickery. <laughs> yeah. This I said on. to Nicole, uh, yes. When did I watch this? Yes. Yesterday or the day before? And I said to Nicole, uh, 
hey, you want to watch FIBA pitch? And she said, oh, fuck no. <laughs> I asked my wife, I go, oh, I got to go watch FIBA pitch. She goes, what's that? <laughs> I go, it's the Jimmy Fallon, Drew Barrymore Red Sox movie. She goes, I think we saw that, and that's bad, right? And I go, <laughs> yeah, I think it is bad. But here's what's insane. And she I have, said, well, why are you watching it? And you said, because I chose to? This was one, you know, anytime that we, when we were in, you know, on Facebook in our Facebook days and our younger days, when we put up, what movie then, should we, we talk about? Foolish. People love fucking Fever Pitch. Yeah, they also love arguing on Facebook, so we had to go. We, we said, go. this is not the we place had to I go. spend my time. It ain't good around here. But yeah, I mean, it's obviously, you got the socks, right? You got Fenway. I think. Either this, I think we would have been just as well served to do the town because we would have had Fenway in it. And I yeah. think it's a better movie. Oh, I mean, it's not even close. But here's the here's the thing. Here's the most important question that I had coming out of this movie because I didn't enjoy it. I don't like these Farrelly Brothers movies that are fucking kind of fucking schmaltzy and sentimental. I don't think that that's their strength. I didn't like Outside yeah. Providence. That's This has got the same kind of tone issues that I had with Outside Providence. Yeah, I think Outside Providence is a much better movie. Here's the thing about this, though, is I think the movie stinks. <laughs> and I'm <laughs> right. And I'm coming in at 36 minutes letting you know this. But uh Dude, the last couple minutes, it's it's it was such a fucking magic time. Like I, I mean, I grew up with I. Ne- my father never saw the Red Sox win it. I don't think my grandfather ever. But saw you know it. what? Here's the fucking thing. Watch the thirty for thirty about the Red Sox winning the World Series that year with Lenny Clark and Bill Simmons and those guys and everybody yeah. from Boston. Oh, I've Watch seen it. Mul- no, I've seen it multiple times. Yeah, but I'm saying the movie sucks. But it, it that the last five minutes of this. Except for the the way it infuriates me that Jimmy Fallon like got on the field down there when they won it in St. Louis. Well, that's my question. All right. So this just movie... like when they show like Robert stole the base and that, like just how they yeah. came back from that dude. Because I remember being down three nothing and being like, well, I don't even want to watch it, but I feel like I have to watch it. Oh, I watched and then it. That in whole the... fucking week, dude, was like it was like fucking four straight days. Of just like fucking nail biting, yeah. Oh, I, fucking. I was I was interning at Conan. I was in New York in like the thick of it. We watched that one yeah. game at one game at the Conan offices. I watched two of the Yankees games at my friend Brendan's dorm room in NYU, yeah. and then uh, we went to a Red Sox bar for one of them. Uh, Especially it, following two thousand three with Grady Little leaving Pedro in. Yeah. See, I I don't even remember that shit. All I remember of that is the fucking Jason Veritek fucking um, A-Rod. Yeah, the A-Rod um, from 2000. Remember A-Rod slap, right? Yeah, no, yeah. It was that, that was we were at the Red Sox bar, and the whole time we're in this bar, it's one of the ones that they show like on when they show the games on Fox, they'll cut to the Red Sox bar in New York. Here's all the Red Sox fans in one place. Yeah. Um, it was the, That was the bloody sock night, and everybody thought the game was going to get rained out, so people just didn't show up to the – thing so we snuck our way in and people would start yankees sucks chance and they thought that was bad luck so these guys they had like a they were just like they had a chair that they brought with them from the boston garden don't fuck oh i think you told me about this before right and they would just go no no shut up no we don't say that here and then when they slap a rod slapped the ball they were like they fucking lost their voices screaming yankees suck it was 
dude, that was bedlam. And the whole like replay, and he's standing there with his hands on his head, like, "What did I do?" Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, what is the problem with his fucking blue lips? Um, so then, yeah. So this is my this is the big question I have for you, Bill, and you I might not I be able to answer it, Sean. It feels like this movie was filmed and written with the assumption that the Red Sox were not going to win the World Series. I mean, it had to be, right? It, yeah, it, they couldn't have known. And history is on their side that they're going to blow it. And that's the whole fucking theme yeah, of the movie the, is that the, this guy loves this thing. The whole thing is fucking absolutely fortuitous that they – because, I mean, totally nobody thought they were down. <laughs> right. You know, it's almost down three like, games to none. It's, it's, it's like conspiratorial where it's like, oh, did fucking Hollywood rig – baseball so that they could have this magic ending that's all nonsense i don't think that yeah. that's there's there's no truth dude, to that. it's just it's just total coincidence is this a better movie if the, at the end the red don't sox win don't win yeah probably i mean i well maybe not because the only i think the only saving grace <laughs> of it is that i get to relive for just a brief moment when does this beautiful thing happen? And I didn't know that fuck that Kurt Schilling was what he was, or that Johnny Damon was what he was, or that most of them probably <laughs> were what they were, you know. Well, that I mean, that's the insane thing is that like all of these guys should never be allowed to speak publicly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Good. Every single member of that team, except maybe for David Ortiz. He's hey, seems, it's his he's, fucking city, dude. David Ortiz can say whatever the fuck he wants, man. Well, that's what I mean. Like, I feel like his reputation is fucking stayed intact as he's like a, a seemingly good guy. I mean, other than you know he was shot at a nightclub for being David Ortiz, I suppose. But well, no, he got shot at a nightclub because he's Big Poppy, and everybody's like, "Hey, it's Big Poppy. I want to show him my gun." Uh, <laughs> hey, Big Poppy, check out my gun. Hey, Big Poppy, will you sign my <laughs> sign my nine millimeter? Uh, will you sign my bullet? Oh, you think he was just a victim of being too nice? Yeah, Poppy's too nice. They're always like, give me your necklace, Poppy. Uh, yeah, I I mean, it just, it's just, a, it is a Like, I don't, a, it's a I bad movie followed... if she just goes, she goes, they don't love you back. You know, like uh, the Red Sox, they just, they abuse yeah, you. Yeah, if every he gave year. up his tickets and, uh, you know, I mean, it just would be a bad movie then. So, yeah. so with the Sox winning it, at least I get I got to have that that little bit of a. And I probably should watch that four days in October, thirty for thirty again because it's incredible. Um, it reminds me of being a younger boy. It's closing in on twenty years, Sean. Remember those days? Yeah, it's very long ago. 2005, this movie comes out. It's a remake of a 1997 British film. Yeah, Colin Firth. I started watching it last which night. Which is it's based on a book written by Nick Hornby, who is best known for uh, he is also the musician. No, 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 no. That's Bruce Hornsby. Bruce Hornsby. <laughs> Nick Hornby uh, is the guy who wrote um, uh, about a boy. And High Fidelity. Oh, Powder Boy is great, dude. And High Fidelity is one of my favorites. High Fidelity is great too. Yeah. Um, I don't know that. I don't know if he made. I don't think he 
he wrote the books that they're based on. I don't think they're. Yeah. And I mean, this is based. It's in England, right? It's about a football team, a snooker team. You'd call them a soccer team. Not. A I don't believe they would call it a snooker team. I think they would call it. A, they would call it a football team. They would call them uh, crisps, and you would call them potato chips. Yeah, we're really Ted Lassoing up this episode. Isn't it? Oh, what a good show, dude. In it. Um, what a good fucking show that is. Uh, so we start with uh, my friend and yours. Uh, this movie kicks off with the uh, the the uh, the great Lenny Clark, big Lenny, Lenny. Clark in his bigger days, huh? Pre pre weight loss, dude. I, he's got to be at half his weight. I was doing no. stand up comedy at this time in Boston. Oh, look at you! And, uh, you were a young boy getting out there, getting the reps. But I wouldn't. I I didn't meet Lenny until uh, 2009, I think. And he had already lost all the weight by then. So between 2004 yeah. and 2009, he dropped a lot of weight. Yeah. Um, and he's kept. I mean, it I believe to, that to he was heavier at one point. Yeah, he has. Oh yeah. He did this the Weight is... Watchers, dude. He did the Weight Watchers. That shit, fucking. We did that for a while, and then I mean, I gained everything back. But yeah, but he's he's kept it off. Um, yeah. Looks great. Uh, he's he's a good dude. Uh, doesn't speak at all in this. I think he yells at the umpire from the game, but he brings. Uh, uh, he does. He does. I think he has a couple lines. He's talk. He talks to the kid in the car. Yeah, he's Uncle Carl, and he brings uh, Ben. They're his uh, tickets. Ben. Right? Yeah, and when he dies, he leaves the tickets to Jimmy Fallon, thirty-year-old uh, so like school just teacher. Moved there, and he didn't know anybody or something. Uh, I think right. it was uh, his parents got divorced, and Uncle Carl kind of uh, stepped in, stepped in, and uh, helped him out, brought him to the game to cheer him up a little bit, and he just got hooked. And you know, yeah, I, I, can't, I don't, dude, I could not imagine it going to fucking eighty-five fucking socks. Jesus Christ, man! Do you have anybody in your life that's like this, like just a die-hard, watches every second of every baseball game? Ah, uh, probably. I don't know. I mean, I used to, I I have personally I haven't followed like any professional sports in like four or five years now. Mm. Uh, but I I used to like all the time. Like I used to be a diehard fan, but I, find- I I was never I was never a type of person that would watch all the games. Like if I was flipping through and like a game was on, I might watch some of it. Yeah, but dude, like spending three hours like it's such a slow fucking game. Yeah, I just don't enjoy watching it on TV. I like going to the. I like going to a game. You know, I've been. I've been. You know, I I enjoy I've probably only going been to like to, four or five Red Sox games. I enjoy going to Red Sox game in theory. I think more than yeah, I enjoy just, actually going. Yeah, I went one time with a bunch of uh, comedians. I think it's um, all. I think it's always awesome to fucking walk up the tunnel and see the grass. I think it. I'll never not enjoy that part. We uh we went there was a group of comics one time it was like twenty of us I don't know somebody had all these tickets and we and we and I I I went I everybody knows I'm not a sports guy I don't care for about sports but uh, I'm a fun guy to hang out with I think dude you got you, you get the chuckles going but I remember me Danny Bulger and uh, Tom Dustin friend of the pod Dan Bulger we got bored we were out in the bleachers out in the outfield we got bored so we just started walking around and we ended up. It was uh, a game, like, I think they were losing. People were leaving. So we just walked down. We sat, like, four rows behind home plate. It was crazy. Yeah. I was like, wow, oh, you can is... do that, man, when it's, like, those yeah, shitty games. Yeah, when people are leaving. And... Um, 
Yeah, I just my older brother goes to a lot of games or, or used to. I don't know if he does so much anymore. Yeah, you know, and he would go to it's, playoff games, and I think he went to a couple. He went to a couple of the World Series games and stuff. I went to Game One of the 2004 World Series. Yeah, what's so crazy about 2004 I, World Series Fenway. is that that ALCS versus the Yankees was so unbelievable, and then I oh yeah, given I mean all it was fuck about the World Series. They just fucking a, stomped the Cardinals in four games, like just yeah. But that's the thing too. It was like they it was like after little that slaughter rule. Like after that ALCS, it was like dude, they still got to if they don't win. I mean, it was amazing to beat the Yankees after like. All the times just getting whipped. Yeah, but they could have still lost the series, but they just rolled over St. Louis. Yeah, I think that we went to the first game, and I think they won like eight to two that first game. I could, I don't, I don't, I'm, I. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, own. it was lopsided. Was my point? I wasn't looking for you to fact check the score, Sean. Oh, no, let I me feel. just check it out here. Oh, let You're me just right. get in there and run the stats. Let me check the. Uh, so Jimmy, Money balls. So Jimmy Fallon uh, plays Ben. I want to say something uh, you might find controversial. Do it. Be offensive, dude. Get out there. Say I it. have. I've never had. I. I don't. I'm not a Jimmy Fallon fan. Uh, I think that's. I'm not very secretive about that. Um, but I think of all the guys that do Boston accents that aren't from here, his is the least offensive to me. That. You know, yeah. the, the thing he used to do on uh, SNL, that with, dumb with, with uh, uh, Rachel, Rachel Dratch. Rachel Dratch, yeah. The, uh, no, you're retarded. No, that. you're retarded. Yeah. I, I honestly, I don't think his Boston accent is, his Boston accent is better than a lot of movies where people are trying to seriously do Boston accents. Yeah. Uh, his Boston accent could be better than mine. I sound like a bag of shit at times. You I sometimes me. forget that he's not from Boston. Where is he from? He's a New York boy. That son of a bitch. He's playing us for suckers. Which is even wilder that he was on the field making out with Drew Barrymore after the Red Sox won the World Fucking Series. Uh, yeah. Uh, so he. Dude, he, what a fortuitous occurrence, though, dude. Wild. Yeah. For, I mean, for filming the movie and then to be like, all right, well, I guess we'll just write this into it. Yeah, Drew Barrymore is like, I'm moving on to my next movie and they're like, "No, no, no, please come back." Can you just hang out and go to the World Series? Yeah, a bunch. They might lose. That's the thing. They might lose tonight and then you're going to have to come back in 2 days. Yeah. <laughs> she was just like, "How many more fucking games do I have to go to? I'm Drew Barrymore. I'm married to Tom Green." Uh, they go Oh, she, she was married to Tom Green at the time, right? They're not still married, right? I don't believe they're still married, no. And she's now she's a daytime talk show host. Seems sad for uh, old Drew Barrymore, who is cute really? as a button. What show is she on? I, it's her own show. I think she's got her own like Ellen show. And you she know got what? The Drew Crew. Totally fine with her replacing Ellen. By the way. Yeah, I, uh, I really, I really like Drew Barrymore, but she's not a great actress. <sighs> yeah, dude. I just. It just doesn't work. You've for never me. seen the Wedding Singer, right? You I have should not. Check out I the should. Wedding I'm Singer, a big. Dude. You know, I'm a big. You Sand. really a, should. I love the Sandman. Yeah, I'll check you it out. Really should see that movie. It's fantastic. So, uh, Jimmy Fallon's a school teacher. He's he inherits the season tickets, which means that each year he's got to put aside about uh, probably fifteen thousand dollars to pay for these tickets right out of the gate. Or yeah. Is, you think it's on a, yeah, a payment dude. plan or something? It's 
No, 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 no. I think an, they an make exceptional you pay amount right of money. Up front. Yeah, I think um, they make you pay right up front. And he's a he's a math teacher, and he's bringing. He's, now, obviously, he's got to be splitting it with his friends that he's. Yeah, no, he sells tickets the tickets. He's not giving yeah. the tickets out. But it's still you're coming up with that. It's it's so much. I money. I honestly don't understand. Like you know, I got friends that do that, like Patriot season tickets, and it's like, dude, I just you know. That I could get. It's only that's only you know what sixteen games at most. Yeah, but it's still. It's still you're still fucking too much money. You're still yeah. gonna have to spend a ton of cash. But. And then like going there and paying fifty bucks to park and. It's it's just fucking crazy. Fifteen dollar beers. You know, insane, my my, uh, my older brother too. He goes to he'll occasionally go to a Patriots game, and uh, he ends up he he knows somebody in Foxborough that's like within walking distance of the stadium. Whoa, yeah, that's the way to do it, bro. So they got a pie. I, I we, live here now. I believe I went to the I went to the Warp Tour at uh, Gillette. Get your kids time. out of that bedroom. That's my bedroom now. I, I live, live here. here. Uh, I gotta live here during Warp Tour season. Uh, Drew Barrymore is a, a successful workaholic business lady she's such a workaholic business lady no fucking idea what her business is what she's no clue she's doing it she's in there she's out of there and i think think it's advertising or something maybe i don't know she's she She uh, gets in there she got an idea she puts it on the other thing it's got to be something something with math because jimmy fallon sets it up to bring a couple of kids to do a meet and greet yeah Cause she's Five a, kids a in math, his fucking car. His, his, yeah, in his old Volkswagen uh, Come on, fucking Beetle. Uh, yeah, they ha- they have a meeting, and then the kids are I'm razzing need them. To see the permission slips that got filled out for this fucking trip, dude. Uh, hey, Dad. Um. Uh. Mr. Ben wants to bring us downtown to uh, uh the financial Groom center us. and up to like a the twelfth floor of a skyscraper to meet some lady, and to then they razz him on the he way said out. To dress sexy. They're just like, ooh, she was pretty cute, Ben. And he's like, oh. Uh, he's like hitting the kid. I'm Jimmy Fallon. Let's play Honestly amazed that he doesn't break character in the movie. <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, look, it's one of his skills. It is. So they razz him. He goes back. He asks her out on a date. And she, you know, oh, okay. And then they have their first date. So this movie does the, an annoying thing. They put it into, like, chapters where they keep doing these title cards. Yeah. So they like, go to spread five days till spring training. Yeah, it's like ah, f- fucking gives a shit. So this is this is what uh, will later be called Winter Ben, where Red Sox season is done. He's a caring, loving boyfriend. First date, he shows up to her apartment. She's got food poisoning. Yeah. He, now they call it uh, sad disorder, seasonal affective disorder. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. It's you know she loves him. When I guess he's, we'll stay home now. It's dark out at five. When he's depressed, he's got no reason to live. That's when she he really comes alive for her. <laughs> he needs her. So he comes in. She's throwing up. He thinks she's faking at first, but she's really yakking it up. So he comes in. Yeah. This is he comes in strong with the. Comes in, puts takes her all of her clothes off, puts her pajamas on her. A little, a little aggressive, Ben. It's weird, you know. But he cops to it. He goes, "Hey, I'm not gonna look. Sorry, I looked. I saw." And they I laugh. Uh-huh. Puts her to bed. Gives her some Gatorade. Sleeps on the couch with his shoes on, brother. And then he pulls out. He's got a, a bag. He's got. He a, put his fucking shoes on her couch. It's wild. First fucking date. Get take, out here. Yeah, take your shoes widow. off. She's not gonna wake up and be like, "Did you take your shoes off?" She'd be more upset that he has her feet up on the furniture. But he's he's all snuggled up with a dog and. 
And then uh, this fucking- Did you fuck my dog? <laughs> the dog smoking a cigarette, having a great time. <laughs> then uh, he goes, I, I, I got some movies for when I, that I, I like to watch when I'm not feeling good. And she goes, <gasps> and, she, and he goes, guess, do you want to guess? And she's like, when, I, when I'm not feeling good, I like to watch Annie Hall- what? And he's like, what? I got. Uh, oh my god, this is crazy. And then he pulls out a copy of Roadhouse. Dude, it's a classic misdirection, Sean. And at this point, I'd rather watch Roadhouse than watch Annie Hall. I I would, anyways. I think Roadhouse is a great movie. Uh, Annie Hall is overrated and starring a pedophile allegedly. And Diane Keaton's great. Now. Eh, is she? Um, she wears funny hats. Sean, don't make me separate the art from the artist right now. Uh, so then they're they're having a date. They're having a, uh, her friends. We got to talk about her friends for a second, who are played by uh the girl who originated the part of uh the the um Ricky Lake role in Hairspray. She oh was yeah, the- yeah, yeah. Uh, What's her name? Fuck. Uh, uh, Marissa Winokur. She was uh, Tracy Turnblad in the Broadway uh, Hairspray. She won, yeah. a, she won a Tony. She's uh, very talented. She shows up in movies. She's a great character actress. She is. Yeah. Uh, Katie Strickland. Uh, she was on Private Practice. Uh, she's like the bitchy blonde one. Yeah. Um, and then the last one. Is uh fucking Ioni Sky from Say Anything? Yeah, Ioni Sky. Um, she pops back up in here. Uh, she was also on Arrested Development as uh, Mrs. Veal. Yeah, yeah, I Mrs. Veal. I don't Her? recall that part. Anne's mother. Oh yeah, <laughs> Anne Veal. Her egg. Her egg. Uh, egg. I mean Anne. As plain as plain as the nose on Egg's face. <laughs> It's the fucking best. So they're they're going. You gotta break up with her. He love. He seems to really love the Red Sox, and it's just it's just like. And then his friends also are fucking are are no names. They're just complete non actors. I don't even know. No, one of them. One of them. Willie is Garson, the dude. Uh, Willie Garson uh, played Stanford on uh, Sex and the City. He's yeah. the bald guy with the. Um, and also in other Farrelly's. he was in something about Mary. I yeah, I think that's right. I mean, they use the, they use the same guys over and over and yeah, over again. Yeah, I was actually surprised at how few uh, fairly regulars were in this movie. I mean, Don Gavin shows up at the end as a cop. Lenny Clark's there, but um, not as many of the uh, you know the kind of you no know, Jonathan Richmond. You can't throw him a bone. Uh, Stephen King, he's fucking in this thing. So they're yeah, he doesn't reach the plate with that pitch. So they're down in Boston Common, and you you raise an interesting question: Would you ever bring a charcoal grill, dude, it's to insane. Boston Common to grill hot dogs? I mean, they don't they don't just have grills out on the common, right? I don't think so. No. Like, I, can you rent them there? I mean, the rules. It on, seemed odd to me. I I mean, I understand doing like a the rules of there. the rules of Boston Common are strange at best because i you could 
You shoot, don't shoot until you see the whites of their eyes. Obviously, we all know that one. There was a guy that I did sketch right? comedy with in college. Make that, way for Docklands. Got to make way for the Docklands. Yeah. That's one of their rules. They got the right of way over everybody. They got the right. You no could, pissing off the swan boat. Because we have so many stupid blue laws, you can bring a you can bring a cow and legally graze it at Boston Common. Like, oh, get the fuck out of here. I got all these cows that have been looking for grass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should bring them up to the Common and eat some grass. So okay. I guess you could bring a charcoal grill and grill hot dogs for you and no, your I, girlfriend. No, I, I assume that you could. It just seems... Awful lot of work. Yeah. Because you're going to bring... Awful lot of work. A bag Especially of charcoal. having to wait for that thing to cool down to bring it home. Yeah, because you're not lugging that thing home. But So that's when he reveals that he's obsessed with the Red Sox, and he invites her to go to opening day. And they go... Well, to... she is this when she asks... For him to go with her to her parents' house, right? She says, we got, like, my father's birthday. And... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's Easter and her father's birthday. And he's are like, oh, near each I other. already I have, a, I have previous commitments that I have with my Yeah, because she's asking, when is your, when's your spring break? And he says it's the end of March, which it absolutely never would be in the state of Massachusetts. It's fucking February and April. That's it. And... Uh, would never be in March. He would even if he's a private school, they still follow the same public school schedule and calendar. Fucking busted! Fucking you thought you were gonna slip this by Sean Michael Absolute Sullivan Detective Agency? Fucking Farrelly Brothers, get the fuck out of here! You've been called out. Nonsense! You've been fucking balconied, you bags of shit. You've been fucking balconied. I await your response. Uh you think they got a podcast they'll respond to us on? The Farrelly Brothers? No. Um, Maybe there'll be guests on Hillary Clinton's new podcast. You know what? I, I, no joke. When we start getting into Oscar talk, I will put in a request to see if we can get Peter Farrelly to come on and talk about Green Book. Why? Do it. Why would I do that? So that we can, so that we could actually talk about Fever Pitch and what what was going on. Yeah, what's up, dude? He's going in the what end of March. On, bro? Okay, February. How did they keep parking right in front of Drew Barrymore? He's a public I'm school teacher. Over. He would be. On vacation in April, you would know. Who that, let Peter? this lady use a laptop in the seats at Fenway? This I is don't crazy. Have a, I don't have a problem with that. Those seats are not made for somebody to be tip tap typing with no, their elbows. No, they're not. But everybody about. else is around, like fucking like. Oh, when's this fucking idiot? So that's okay. Yeah. So he goes. He brings it's it fucking opening, opening day. day too. Just fucking. We meet. We meet a couple of characters. We meet Al Waterman, the sponge salesman. Oh, we meet some characters. Well, we met him. Earlier, yeah, he's he, the, he was with at the Lenny Clark scene, but he shows yeah. back up. He gives every he, I, hey, I have a spot. And hey, Sean, Sean, spoiler, he's a little older in this scene. A little bit old. He's a little worse for wear. He's also the narrator of the film. Still selling sponges. Still giving. Still sponges. in the sponge game. Once we you meet, get in there, you get the you get enough contacts. You'll never get out of the sponge game. You'll we always a, uh, be able to. Get inventory. You'll always be able to meet demands. Uh, I I couldn't tell you who. What their characters are. I mean, they're are. not. They're no name. Like they're just. We meet two aggressive lesbian, a lesbian couple. Are they lesbians? That's I the feel impression like that sisters. I got. One of them. I uh, thought they were sisters. Oh no, I I read into that then. Is this the one the the girl that got her stomach stapled? Yeah, yeah. She lost a lot of weight in the off season. And they're all excited. This is his. This is his summer family. And then there's a divorced the summer couple. Summer family. He's got no real friends. 
Yeah, his except for these people. His friends only like him because he's got season tickets. Yeah. And then there's a divorced couple that refuses to uh, split the tickets, so they just go to the games. Hey, you got to keep the tickets. Hey, you know what? That's co-parenting. We see each best. other. We we meet up at. We they seem up like they Bill's have a nice bar. time. We, we smash know? afterwards in the alley uh, between. And then they go their separate ways until tomorrow when the fucking baseball game happens again. <laughs> yeah, until literally fucking, tomorrow. They go to fucking five games a week. This is insanity. Dude, I honestly, dude, five games a year is too much as far as I'm concerned. So they bring her. They bring Lindsay, Drew Barrymore. They introduce her. What's around. a baseball ah. game? It's like. Three hours if you're lucky. If you're lucky, right? Yeah. And if, if you're lucky, and, and you know what? It's mostly the same fucking thing over and over and over and over and over. It's just, I like baseball. I like watching it. My kids are playing little league this year. We're having fun in the yard, throwing the ball around, hitting the wiffle balls. Yeah. If they had to play games every fucking day, I would probably not enjoy it. Take that. How's that for controversy? Take that. Little I don't want to watch you play every day, kid. So they go to games. It's just games, games, games. And you know what? She's a sport. She goes along. And uh, it's a fucking big ask to, hey, come to six baseball games this week. Yeah, we. but we sk- you skipped over the whole her father seeing him at spring training. Oh, did I? Oh on yeah. The TV. Well, yeah. So hey, that's... can we put? Pa- can we pause for one second? Yeah, we can pause for a minute. Yeah, don't. You're gonna cut it out this time. Don't touch the recording. Let me make a note. Going. Just come in with some witty banter. You say something like "Hey," and then this happened. Uh, 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 yeah, so so when she goes to see the father, and he's got the jet black hair. Yeah, so we got the great Joe Beth Williams from uh, Poltergeist. Poltergeist. The lovely Joe Beth Williams. Um, and then her, uh, low rent Craig T. Nelson, uh, James. Yeah, James Seeking. Seeking. Uh, he's this character actor. He's you know he's in tons and tons and tons of credits. Yeah, um, a lot of direct-to-DVD shit, I think. Yeah, you know, and a lot of, you know, the same as, you know, you know, he's in In Like Flynn, Hill Street Blues, Star Trek Three, like, just, you know. Hill Street Blues, I think, is where I know him from. Uh, apparently, it, seemed, it uh, says here he's played Dr. David Hauser on Doogie Hauser. I got to assume that that was. Oh, Mr. Da- Mr. Daddy Hauser. Must That's have been Daddy, the fella. Daddy Hauser. This dude shot up. Doogie's mom with the with the with the supernatural spermatozoids that made that baby. Is that doctor so smart? Is that that wasn't a dumb baby? You can't be a dumb baby and be a doctor at twelve. I believe it was his age. You might have to check that out. You might have to is, pull that up on the wiki. Is that Doogie? Is that Doogie? Wiki. Is that part of Doogie Hauser? What of uh, the sperm? Yeah. The Superman sperm that his father obviously had. Oh, you're reading it. How do you think you get a spot baby? You get a doctor baby like that. Bill. Just regular sperm. I know we're having a nice. I mean, maybe Bill, the egg was good. I need you to just hear me out for one second. I know we're having a nice time. We're having fun. Is yeah, there is fun, there a supernatural we? element to the conception of Dr. Doogie Hauser, MD? I mean, there would have to be if you ask me. Right, so unconfirmed. Unconfirmed. That's all. I was just eight. If you well, were about to like tell the, me uh, that no, his dad, conception. his dad was an alien. 
Was God's sperm extra the extra good good? You think it was that good good? I think it might have been to make Jesus. Which I think Doogie Howser, obviously modern day retelling of the Jesus story. He heals people, right? That's true. He gets wine for Vinny, I think, at one point. I'm not sure how. He's not old enough, but he's a doctor. You can get medicinal wine. That's true. Um, a script for for a gallon of medicinal wine. It's a big old eighth of medicinal hey, Doogie, wine. Hey, it's Vin. Hey, it's me, Vin, Doogie. I'm climbing in your window. Did you I, ever watch Doogie Howser? No, dude. That was but... Fuck, dude. You would have just rolled over it by Vinny. I don't. Right I don't. There, uh, I don't care for medical uh, dramas and stuff like that. And also, no, it was a, it was a, it was a comedy. It was yeah. a sitcom. What was it that also dealt with mortality? Oh, I didn't know that. And life and death and well, serious issues like death. Yeah. So he babies. comes in, and they've, they've, the, the joke is, uh, Drew Barrymore and Joe Beth Williams are. What? Why did you let Dad do that to his hair? And we're like, what? Yeah, very dark hair. And I'm thinking he's coming out with a ponytail or, you know, he let no. himself. No, no, this thing is jet black, baby. And then it yeah, is. Yeah, it's too jet black. It is It is a nice little touch. It's Grecian formula for men. That throughout the movie, his roots come in and they don't ever <laughs> address it. And his hair just gets progressively weirder looking throughout the movie. That's the way it happens. It's almost that's a Farrelly Brothers joke. It's almost an, like, an attempt at comedy. <laughs> that's like Ben Stiller with the cum in his hair. Yeah, it's just, it's just this movie is so uh, sincere. Unnecessary. <laughs> it's just more sincere than the Farrellys are <laughs> than we like, and I don't like that from the Farrellys. I like them. If I like them at all, I like them fucking being goofy and I doing farts and cum jokes. I don't mind it being sincere. I as I am on the record as being pro outside Providence. Yeah. Uh, but I just wish the jokes were funny. Uh so they so they see Like this could be a sincere, heartfelt movie about literally, dude. I my uncle left me these tickets that he had for thirty fucking years. For a team that he never saw fucking win, dude. He went through Buckner and all that shit and just fucking the shitty, shitty fucking years, dude. I think the closest movie that this reminded me of that we've talked about is Love Story. And because it's at the heart, there's a there's a pretty compelling romantic comedy in this. You know what I mean? You get this guy who's, you know, being asked to give up the thing he loves for the girl that he loves and blah, 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 yeah. blah, 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 blah. And it's just, but it's done like summer catch. Yeah, it's where just, the jokes aren't funny. Yeah, and... so so they're watching the watching ESPN at the dad's house, and they see the Yahoos. Apparently, the big story on uh, ESPN tonight was that the Red Sox spring training started. I mean. All spring training would have started, but we're going to hyper-focus on the Red Sox and the goofballs. Well, ESPN, do, ESPN does, though. They're Connecticut-based and, like, Peter Gammons. Oh, like that, okay. It, it that is. makes sense. So you would get, yeah, Peter Gammons. little hot Northeast stove action. And, yeah. All right. You get the, All right. The Sox breaking spring training. It's uh, a big thing every year. Well, they go down. So they would, they would cover it. I don't know to that extent. And, dude, you're a public school teacher. Don't be that big of an idiot. Yeah, they're day drunk, and they're just acting like clowns. And Like, I don't even think he's drunk, dude. They're just so excited about fucking baseball. Yeah. Which, I mean, there are people that, you know. It's just, it's just that fucking. That do that, that 
follow it down there. You know? So she's that's when she has the scene with her friends. Like I saw him on TV. But but yeah, it's the but she's with the father though, and the father's like, look at this asshole. Right. Wah, wah, wah. So then there's uh there's uh do the parents come to town? Oh yeah, so they start going to the games. We we got to talk about this fucking scene. I put it on my Instagram story last night. It drove me fucking insane. Oh, the lobster, right? They go they go to the games. They're having fun uh, and all this stuff. And she's you know she's giving it her all. She's buying books. You know she's trying to learn the game, the history, and all this shit. So then her parents yeah. her parents come to town, and she asks him to uh, DVR the game. It must have been an away game because there's no way he's. Uh, he was fucking. VHS, dude. He's, he's taping it. He's, whatever he's doing, that's fine. Yeah, he's not. He's watching it later on. Does not want to know the score. He goes to this fancy dinner with her. Her parents, you know. Which this- I mean, is a it it a thing that happened, dude. That you would. I've done it before, but I I wouldn't be like. Nah, nah. I wouldn't stick lobster fucking tails in my ears yeah. so I didn't hear the score. Yeah, and he freaks His reaction out. Reaction is insane. Like he's like it's. It's like a it's a fucking Rain Man level of fucking freaking out. Like, yeah. Where you're just like, this is offensive to uh, to uh, neural atypical. Sir, you people. have to this leave is... the restaurant. We can't have you in the restaurant. Yeah. And her parents are embarrassed. She's embarrassed. But and you know they have like a little. I don't even know if they have a fight. I have no idea. I don't remember. All I remember is she wakes up the next day and her parents are like, Ben's great. He took us to the golf course that uh, the dad couldn't get. Around at, and he's washing dad's balls, <laughs> golf balls, not his testicles. Yeah, he just shows up. Oh, I can get you out there. Yeah, what did he do? Traded season tickets to some shit. That's what he had to do. He uses the season tickets. And she's just like, oh, what he needs. Oh, Ben, I love you. Yeah, I forget all about the lobster fit. So then the next big, the next big beat is, she is getting, uh, you know, grief she's at late. work. Because she's, you know, she's missing her, she's her work's sloppy. It's not coming in on time. It's because she's going out she's and sleeping fucking, at her desk. She's getting bombed at the Red Sox game every night with her boyfriend, who, you know, in fairness to him, is on summer vacation, and this is how he spends his summer. That's his, you know, prerogative or whatever. Yeah. But she's, you know, she's. It's affecting her life, and she has to bring the laptop to the game. And because the Red Sox are losing the game, he's in a pissy <laughs> mood. And then it's just one of these it things. It gets you upset. It makes you mad enough to hit a loved one sometimes. She's click, clack, clacking on the fucking laptop. The people behind her are annoyed. The people in front are annoyed, which is, how does that affect you at all? The two, like, the two. The people in front? Oh, the click, clacking on the thing? Yeah, cut the, the shit. And she's probably hitting them with the top of the laptop. Yeah, dude. but the two, it's the two women, like, how long do we got to put up with that? They're a row ahead yeah, and dude, they're way they, off hey. to the side. Yeah, you're in their territory now. It's you fine. fucking you tell Deborah to shut up. I look, I get it. You don't want to, the fucking the laptop and stuff. That's fine. Just totally fine. Look at this fucking prank hat. So he goes. Look at this fucking prank hat. Is what he she goes. Says. Then the hot dog man comes down. Hot dogs, get your hot dogs. Could have been me. That was my audition for Fever Pitch too. She cut. Co- oh, goes, I thought that was your audition to work for Fenway, Fenway Park. Park. He goes. He goes. Dog. Do you want you want a you want a hot dog? She's like, ew, gross. Which is the correct response? I hate hot dogs. Always have. Always will. No, you got to get a dog at Fenway. I don't. I will not eat a hot. Gotta dog. Gotta get a Fenway Frank, bro. Mm-mm. I got a hot dog once at uh, 
I went to Baltimore to their uh, oh, Camden, Camden Yards. Yards, most beautiful ballpark in the uh, country. The the year that it opened. Yep, I we remember. There and uh, oh, you didn't go with me. No, I remember when that opened. I was a, I was oh, I I liked the color orange when I was a kid. So my favorite team was the Baltimore Orioles. I played for the Orioles on my uh, farm league team. Look at you, Cal Junior Farm, Cal Ripken Senior. Yeah, I'll, I'll send you the picture. Like my, my team photo, dude. It's pretty cute. I'm adorable. I'm good. Little buck tooth bitch. I still had both of my parents at the time. I'm kidding. I think my mother might have already passed. So he, he goes, I want a hot dog. He stands up to do the exchange with a hot dog. And she gets fucking drilled with a foul ball right in the fucking skull. Yeah, like, and he does not give a fuck. He no, because he ball, sees the right? guy. No, he sees the guy pick up the ball, and you do the thing where you know, hey, you High got the you them. got the foul ball. Cool. This is a thing I've seen seven thousand times in my life, but I'm amazed every single time. Good. And she's just it's like the adults that bring the their glove to the pack. She's dead. Punch them. And I put this on my Instagram story as well. And and sorry, folks, you're never gonna see it, but it goes from him fucking high-fiving over her just collapsed body and then there's a, a quick cut to her strapped down to an MRI machine at Shields MRI going, yeah, I, going dude, I, into the MRI it's five seconds and then they fade to black like she just fucking died it's yeah. so so bizarre what are the craziest dude, transitions looked, I've ever seen I think I was texting you at the time that this happened like i looked down at my phone for something and i looked up and she was going in the mri machine I was like what i had to rewind it so then she's she's concussed you know they show up they're on the news they show it her getting hit in the head you know she's a little annoyed that he was celebrating the foul ball but he does he comes down and he checks on her and all this stuff and that's nice of him right they have they make this deal that she's not going to go to the games anymore. She's going to work. Since I almost died. She's going to do her job. He can go to the games, do whatever he wants, and then when he comes home, she's just going to fuck his brains out and go to sleep. And he's like, oh, this sounds incredible. Yeah, sure, absolutely. Sounds like a trap. So that's that's that. Her concussion did not end the relationship. What, what does end it is that she's up for a big promotion, and her work is going to send her to Paris. Yeah, dude. And, and he's like, he's like, whoa, I, I can't, we're I can't two go. Two games out of first place. Yeah, we're in, the, we're in the playoffs. I can't go. And then, <laughs> Jesus Christ, I they can't. weren't even in the playoffs. It was September, dude. They were at fucking two games out of first place. I can't. This, yeah, well, they're, yeah, they're trying to clinch. They were in the pennant race, dude. And he's like, I can't go on this complimentary trip to Paris. Yeah, she's like, what are you talking Fuck about? Fuck you, dude. We're going to have, we're gonna have sex all over Paris. You can watch the games, whatever. So before she leaves for Paris, she informs him that she is late. And she's never late. And she might be pregnant. And, you know, she's, you know, worried about the And he's future. like, hey, I shoot blanks. I don't even know what you're talking about. Uh... And so she comes home. I don't think he says that. She comes home and uh, she must have got her period while they were. She was in Paris. They have a weird. Well, she calls him. She calls him. You know, she got the promotion. No, she didn't get the promotion. Oh, no, she got her she period. She says, "I got it." And she got it. Period. Yeah. So then it's like, oh, and then Ben's got the little Red Sox uniform for the little baby onesie. All tucks that away in his sock drawer. 
Oh, he's sad. It, it look, and if this was deftly handled, and not just like a throwaway fucking emotional fucking manipulation, maybe this could have yeah. some impact. But it felt aw- I mean, it felt she- awful cheap. Yeah, but after the way we just fucking brushed over her near death right. from a fucking baseball to the head. So he he sees the fucking writing on the wall that she's getting like he's got a. He's, hey, let me ask you. Okay. Would this movie have been better, right? If there were angels in the had, outfield? If No, if she had the baby and then delivered the baby, but it was born, stillborn. <laughs> no. Right. What? I don't. I've never actually released a theatrical movie before. Yeah, Jesus. So I'm just trying to feel out which way I should go if I have a right one. Yeah, no, no. I yeah, don't... that would have been bad, right? That would have been if a worse it, movie. If it ended... Definitively worse. But, hold on. Stillborn baby, but Red Sox still win the World Series. Yikes. Uh, I mean, you know, silver lining every cloud. Um, Even trade, I'd say. Blah. So... Yeah, so she's like, oh, you're not going to Paris? Fuck off. Yeah, so she's I got pissed. my period. I don't need you anymore. So, and to prove that he's not obsessed with uh, the Red Sox and that he loves her, he agrees to go to her friend's birthday party, which is... Is this the costume party? A great Gatsby-themed birthday, which is already the most horrible. obnoxious fucking what thing you can possibly idea. do. Uh, the best man, uh, not the best man, the husband makes a speech to his wife where basically he's like, I love you the most when we fuck doggy style. And she's like, oh, what? Don't say My that. Parents My are parents here. are here. And then he's like, but I love you. And she's like, oh. He's got Jimmy Fallon's in a white tux with a mustache. She's got a little flapper dress on. They go home. They have wild and crazy prohibition sex. And then he gets a phone call from one of his buddies who... Is that Fenway? He's screaming into the phone. The game. Oh, they go to get the the valet. The Sox came back. The valet goes. Uh, the radio's on, and Drew Barrymore goes to go like, "Oh, can we turn this down?" And Jimmy Fallon's like, "No, no, 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 don't worry about it." Can we turn this down so my boyfriend doesn't murder everybody? Yeah, he doesn't have like a weird seizure and start flipping out and biting his tongue. <laughs> So she, he goes. He does that a lot. He goes. Oh no, I'm fine. I'm fine. And he, the guy goes. Yeah, they're down eight, eight, eight to nothing. And then the cat. They hit a. Oh, now they're down nine to nothing. And it's like, oh, this sucks. And he goes home. He's like, well. And she's like, wow, wow, you really handled that well. Let's go have wild and crazy uh, monkey sex. And then he gets as a, phone a reward call. for being such a big boy. He gets a phone call from his friend, and his friend is just losing his fucking mind. He's like, "It's the oh my greatest god. game ever! Oh my god, you wouldn't believe what just happened." The Yankees were up, and then the Red Sox scored nine runs in one inning, and they won. It's the greatest comeback in team history. And Ben is just instantly heartbroken. He loses. <laughs> He's so mad. <laughs> I missed it. The one time I don't go, it's the greatest fucking moment. It's FOMO, brood. Let's talk about this friend one second. He's walking down Lansdowne Street or Yaki Way or whatever, just full on kisses a lady on the lips that's just standing there. Just goes up and just fucking smooches her. Yeah, that's assault. Yeah, that ain't good. That's assault. That's bad. Don't put that in your movie. That's assault. Peter Farrelly, guy who's known for showing his dick to people. It's weird that they didn't. It's weird that they didn't work in the uh, Boston police murdering Victoria Snellgrove. I mean, in this movie. Oh, is she the uh, young lady that was hit with the, the one that got shot during the one of the riot? Well, they don't really they don't with go the pepper balls there, right? I think she got shot. That was after the Yankees series, right? Yeah, was it that was it a pepper ball? I, I, look, 
good good thing to bring up on our comedy podcast. Well, I'm just saying that uh, ACAB. Well, they don't deal with the playoffs per se, other than. Yeah, the whole thing's about the playoffs. They come back. So they they have a full on full on uh fucking breakup. Uh and it's just done. And they they're both miserable. She gets the promotion. She's hanging out with this new hunky guy that works there or something. I don't know who this guy was. He goes to her apartment. That guy's there. He's all fucked. Oh, he was he's the one. He was a client that showed up. She was sleeping at the desk. Yeah, 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 yeah. So but so Ben goes to her apartment and she's got work people there and it's you know, they're just fucking thing, and he just decides uh, it's over, and she's out for drinks with her friends. And this is one of the most insane scenes I've ever seen in my life. The um, level of coincidence that has to go into making this thing work is fucking asinine. So she's out with her three friends, and they're all sitting there talking about, oh, my husband's a dickhead, my boyfriend stinks, oh... And then she goes, my husband's at Fenway Park right now buying Ben's oh, season dude, it's tickets. It's insane. And she goes, my Ben is selling his, first of all, not your Ben anymore. You guys are broken up. Yeah, he's, he's not your Ben. He's selling his season tickets? Oh, no. She starts feeling all this guilt. At the same time, her assistant shows up and goes, hey, um... You got the big promotion. I know that it's... They told me, not you. Yeah, they told me, your assistant. I know that it's 10 o'clock on a Friday when all offices are closed, but you need to get down there now. They're holding champagne. And she's like, what? They're holding champagne. I said you were in the bathroom. They're holding champagne? It's 10 o'clock at night. Wow, I better get down to the office. And she goes down, and they're like, give a speech, give a speech, congratulations. And then she goes... He's selling his Red Sox tickets for me. I have to stop him. So she <laughs> she bolts out of her thing. So she's now she's left her friends at dinner. She's gone back to work. And then she's run from there. And this whole time we're cutting back to Jimmy Fallon's looking at the contract going like, oh, I don't know. And all yeah. his his summer family's like, don't sell him. Don't sell him. Your Uncle Carl's going to haunt you. Oh, no. Oh, no. Where in Boston does she work? The fuck knows? Dude, I, I, what, what kind of a fucking question? Do you think they, they give any kind of a shit to the geography of the city of Boston in Listen, this film? Listen, I'm just trying to work out. Is she using pedestrian footbridges? Is she running down the pike? There's absolutely no chance that she goes from whatever restaurant they're at to her office to Fenway before Jimmy Fallon signs and takes the check. It just dude, and then she gets when she gets she gets to Fenway and buys tickets off. Kenny Rogerson, right? Is that was that Kenny, Kenny Rogerson? It looked like Kenny. I didn't yeah. even think of that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that He's could the be the scalper. It could be Kenny. And then she gets in. She has to. She gets tickets for the outfield. Borrows just takes a dude's binoculars. And uh. Like looks at him as he's reading over the contract. Ah, yeah, that was that was the Viper. Kenny Rogerson played the scalper. I'm sorry. Yeah, she yeah she takes the the, the opera glasses that this fucking dork has of the game, <laughs> finds him in the stands, and then he still has not signed. He must have been disputing every word in this contract, like because they're going through this paperwork very slowly, 
And this guy's like, come on, time is money. Either that or she just went through her trip very quickly. Right. Yeah. It's just the, like, the timeline of this is fucking insane, especially in Boston where you can't get anywhere fast ever, especially then, especially now, ever, never. In all of the history of the yeah. entire city, transportation has been a nightmare. But, and especially when you're in a hurry like that. Right. And you're like, well, well this is. I got to get down to Fenway right now. Well, hey, fuck off, lady. <laughs> you're not getting there. Oh, well, the trains aren't running anymore. You know that. We've closed down for the spring. Yeah, Boston's also not like a huge <laughs> fucking uh, taxi town. I can't, I can't count. I can count like on, you know, one hand the number of times I've taken a cab in Boston. Yeah, now we are, I mean, going back, with, this is 2004. Yeah, but I, so I know Uber wasn't around. Uber and, and shit, stuff like right? that, but it's still I still don't think it's not like New York where there's a taxis all the time. Like the city's not flooded with cabs. Yeah. It's one of those things where you have to call a cab company and then they send somebody down to where you are. Which she yeah. doesn't do. So anyways, then she this convoluted fucking run across the field. Yeah, so then she's hanging is... from the the green monster. She is hanging and then would have broke both ankles. Well, that she lands. She snaps her heels. It looks painful even as a stunt because yeah. they definitely cut it so that she only falls a couple of like she doesn't fall. She got a couple of inches and then hits the ground, but she still hits pretty hard. And then security chase, she do her own stunts, you know. I I have no idea. So right. then the uh, the summer family, uh, you know the the sponge salesman's like, ah, oh, gosh, another idiot. Yeah, look at they're Jojo, they're all yeah. pissed. They all hate this new guy, and this new guy, rightly so, sucks. The guy that's buying the tickets is just like, uh, "Hey, old man, why don't you fucking die?" <laughs> right? Cool. And Jimmy Fallon's hey, just you like, "Guys, are all idiots." Jimmy Fallon's just like, "Sorry, guys, they're not. I can't. Hey, that's what am I gonna it's do?" One hundred twenty-five grand. I've only spent selling these almost tickets for half of the grand. half of the last thirty years with you people, but uh, you guys can all live you're with like, this you're new supposed shithead. To give these. You're supposed to give these tickets back to the Red Sox. Fucking insane. So, uh, yeah, he's he's paying 125 for the the seats, not even for the tickets, just the seats. Yeah, he still yeah. has to buy Take the them, tickets dude. each year. And then he's like, "Oh, he'll still get the he'll get the tickets, and then just give them to me." It's like, "Fuck you, dude! I'm moving to Quincy. You'll never find me." It's fucking insane. So they go. So she runs across the field with her giant purse. She takes her shoes off. She's running barefoot across the outfield. Security is chasing her. Multiple and then stops to inspect the grass multiple, to make sure. <laughs> multiple times. All the seed is taken. We did a sketch when I was in college. I, I wish I had the video of it, but I, it's all on like little like digital cassettes that I just have no way to show. But I did a show. I, I wrote a sketch show, and it was like a, it was my thing. And then we had an opening video where. A kid was shirtless. My friend uh, uh, Adrian, he had no shirt on, and he was jacked. And then me and my other friend Sean were running from the campus center to the fine arts center across this big pond in this big field. And I can't run. I'm slow. I've always been slow my whole life. So we're just like – and he's supposed to be running like the Terminator, like the T-1000, just like – and he's fucking nailing it. He's got no shoes on, no shirt, and he's just fucking running. And he catches me instantly, and we're like, no, buddy, you can't. You can't catch. So we reset, and then we start running, (laughs) and I go, you just got to wait a long time because I can't go. And the other kid was, like, fucking gone. He's fast. I'm not fast. He catches me the second time, but then he starts chasing geese, like, to try to, like, give me time to run away from him because the whole thing is that we're getting away from the Terminator. And he he had to do that, like, four or five different times so that we could get this shot of me running away from him. 
And that's what yeah. this felt like, where it's like Drew Barrymore's running, and then these security guards are like, oh, sorry. Oh, shit, I'm not supposed to catch her. Stop. Okay, yeah. run. Dude, even when she makes it all the way to Jimmy Fallon and stops, and then they're all just like yeah, they would have fucking looking aggravated, dude. They would have fucking tackled Body her. Body slammed her. She would have been hogtied. Johnny and Damon. Johnny Damon. Everything we know about Johnny Damon, he would have punched her in the fucking face for taking her <laughs> glove. She takes Close the glove. She takes the glove yeah. and she throws it in the security guard's face like it's a fucking Civil War cannonball, and he, <laughs> his head falls off. He's just like. Pfft. He's just like what? What's happening? Like he just got shot in a western. He falls down. Good reaction time, Johnny Damon. Oh my god. So then they make out. He she rips up the contract. She refuses to let him uh sell the tickets. Oh, the day is saved. They're back together. He's going to have his red socks. She's going to have work. They're going to be happily ever after. And then the narration starts. And then it's just like then it's just then it turns into a mini documentary about the fucking ALCS and the fucking World Series. Yeah, and that's the best part of the movie. And they're just like, well, because, you know, they they their love made them the Red Sox win the playoffs. We had to send them to St. Louis for the World Series and their love infuriating. I mean, I got to I got to think after those first 3 games, it really felt like an anti I watched it in my apartment alone that game 4 of the World Series. It felt like an anti climax. Yeah. It really was just like yeah, I guess I'm gonna watch this because it's like historic, but like it doesn't feel special anymore. All the special. Oh yeah, the, is done. when they wanted it was just yeah. So they must have known. Like, I mean, it was still I I still had that in the back of my mind. Like, dude, they came back from the Yankees down three nothing. They could fucking blow. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, you know, but it just so it was still. I mean, it was still fucking bite like nail biting. Even though that like that last game, dude, I think they fucking won it handily. Yeah, no, it was like it was just a fucking it was a blowout. All four games, it yeah. was like so clear that they were just like they got so much momentum. It's there's no chance that the Cardinals are coming back, and so yeah. they. So if you're gonna watch this movie, I'd say just watch the last. They sh- we watched the extended Red Sox edition too, which is a minute long. Yeah, and it's I think it's all just fucking footage of the this duck stuff boats. at the end. Right? Yeah, which I turned off immediately. <laughs> I was like, I'm not watching this shit again. I don't need this footage of the fucking parade that There's I watched. There's like a scene in this where they see Johnny Damon and Jason Baratek. Oh, and Trot. Trot Nixon, like, eating. Well, that was that's like a big emotional fucking moment for Jimmy Fallon where. Yeah, he's like, look at them. They're they eating. can go on with them. Look at them. They're up there having a nice dinner after they just lost, and we're here fucking sulking. And it's like, yeah. You... After they just lost. But, yeah, they're also millionaires yeah. for losing. You guys are losers. You're 100% yeah, full you on. watched. It's okay to like sports and to follow sports and to get excited when the yeah. team wins and, you know, kind of be bummed out when the team loses. But to make it the fucking central core of your personality and have it affect your mood as violently as it yeah. affects Jimmy Fallon is, is, has to be a diagnosable mental disorder. It's troublesome. It's troublesome. It's problematic. This I spent a lot of time, a lot of years, worrying about millionaires having a good day at their job. And having it affect me, so. I just, I can't, I can't. We got through it, though. We fucking. We did let's it. Let's put this fucking bag of shit in the fucking rear view. Fever pitch, RIP. What are we watching next week, Jonathan? I. Jonathan Mitchell, uh, Scandamalam. That's a new nickname I'm working on for you. I think you're going to really like it when you see it in neon. Um, What are we watching? Let me pull up the sketch. I think it is the. 
Hold on, I got it right here. The murder mystery. Oh, that's right. Yep, we have uh, next week, we have episode, this is episode 94. There's only six episodes left of the New England version of the pod. Oh, I'm, oh, I'm excited. Oh I'm excited. Next week is one of my favorite movies of all time. Easily the movie I've seen the most out of any movie ever made. This is ever made. I think so. Really? Yeah, I think I've seen this movie. Have you seen all the versions, all the endings? Yeah, the all. Are we of... talking about the same movie? Yeah, Clue. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's. <laughs> I mean, it's. I didn't see it in theaters. I saw it on TV where they showed. No, every but it ending. came. They always show the end. Oh, the did endings. they show all the endings? Yeah, they always do. They go. That's how all it right. could have happened, and then they show the second ending, and they go. But this is really what I've happened. seen. I've seen this movie. At least five times. I yeah, I dude, I'm I'm like fifteen, twenty. I definitely I've, I used to watch yeah. this all the fucking time. I love it. I watched it yeah. in quarantine. This is like it's like Jaws to me. It's so good. It's Clue. Oh, yeah, Clue from I don't know the eighties. Tim Curry, uh, fucking cast of killers. Michael McKean, Christopher Lloyd, Martin Mull, Martin Mull, uh, Madeline Kahn steals the whole damn movie. Eileen Brennan, Mary. Uh, God damn it. I was confused with Mary Lou Henner. It's not her. That Mrs. Scarlet. I don't remember the actress's name at the moment. I will. Mrs. Pimpernel. And Tim Curry. Tim Curry uh, should have won an Academy Award for this. He's so. This is the best. Curry's great. The best Tim Curry's ever been. It's great. Uh, it's Clue. I. It's a New England classic, I guess. It's a bill pick, and I'm Take happy for it. Take me out to the ball game. Right. Take me out to Sports the Sports fans, we'll see you in seven days. Buy me some peanuts. For a new episode of Two Boys Jacks. in a Balcony. I don't care if we ever get back. We'll just root, root, root for the home team. If they don't win, it's a shame. Cause it's one, two, three strikes, you're out at the old ball game. Yeah. All right, that sucked.